What's going on, Clipper Nation? Welcome to Locked On Clippers, part of the Locked On NBA Network. Woo! Uh, I'm William the Opinion Updike. And I am Positive Chuck Bockler. And we're coming at you five days a week with all the freshest Clippers content. Speaking of which, today is Monday, which means our weekly segment, The Freshies. Fresh. Uh, generally, this is kind of a rookie roundup, but, you know, th- th- we can go all over the place with this one. <laughs> really, it's anybody who's new to the squad, anything new that's happening. Uh, so this week, we're going to be talking mostly about what your favorite clips are up to on social media. Uh, There's as well a lot. As, a, as well as a former clip. A couple former clips, actually. Yep. Sad. Uh, but we're going to be kicking things off with uh, a little bit about... Zubats, he did a big interview with The Athletic. Shout out Athletic. Shout out Zubats. Shout out Jovan. Uh, shout out Jovan. So we're going to be talking about that and kind of his development uh, as well as where he is going. Wow, a lot of freshies today, really. Dude, it's all fresh. It's Monday. Uh, and then we're going to wrap up talking a little bit about the schedule. Uh, it hasn't... It's supposedly being released this <laughs> Friday. We're going to talk about what we know, what we think. I don't know. Hopefully yeah. it'll be better than last year's schedule. <laughs> we'll see what happens. So stay around for all that and, you know, possibly more. So Zubots did a fantastic interview with uh, the Athletics' own Jovan Buha. Shout out Jovan. If you're not following him, check him out. Um, <laughs> for those of you who don't know, Zubots signed a four-year, $28 million deal. Yeah. Which we all seemed to deem totally fine. Yeah. Value-wise. I, I don't know how much cheaper you thought you were getting him for I, yeah, and I think some people weirdly kind of thought this was maybe a little too much, but it's like... If, I don't think you can pay him much less. <laughs> yeah, like you know it's, what I mean? it's impossible to, like, I think. Yeah. Maybe what? you could have done four for 24. Yeah, it's like it's shady. You know what I mean? At that yeah, point. it's like a few million dollars. I don't, I don't think that you could have paid him much less. And I think everyone's really excited. He's definitely seemingly the center of the future for the Clippers. What do you think he has to do to outvalue that four for $28 million? Contract? Oh, to the point where like, wow, that's a smart deal. That's yeah. a good deal. Um, I, the rim protection is just going to be huge, obviously, mm-hmm. which, uh, you know, that's definitely like the shortest gap that he has to to overcome. Like to for be, sure. I feel like to be like in that upper upper echelon or like kind of elite level just due to his size and physical tools. Yeah. Um, shooting and finishing in general, you know, like I, when the hands weren't hurt, he did finish a lot better. It's a little bit softer of a touch, but just overall, I mean, he's got to be as efficient as Trez. Yeah. Yeah. He, Um, someone pointed out on Twitter, they were like, cause we're going to get into some of his quotes from the athletic article about his three point shooting which like everyone is really excited about. But someone on Twitter brought up a good point that they were like, there's some things, there's like five things ahead of three-point shooting that I would like to work on more. Agreed. And one of them was, he, the user was telling me, he was like, he needs to work on his hands. He goes, I don't know how many times we saw last year, you know, he'd get a pass down low and it would kind of bounce off his hands or something like that. This is from Davey Neubauer. Thank you, Davey. Um, But I thought that was a really good point because there were times last year when around the rim, he looked a little stone-handed. Yeah, especially there on some really nice feeds, which you hate to see. You really do hate to see it. Um, the hook shot would be good for him to add. Mm-hmm. He kind of talked about it last year. And we always hear Doc talk about his passing. Yeah. And it didn't really seem like... Maybe it was because we didn't have him for very long on the team last year, and it, that's kind of a hard thing to maybe add playbook-wise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But... That's another thing I'd put kind of ahead three-point shooting of what I'd like to see Zoo get better at. Yeah, the assist game w- would be big. 
And not uh, even necessarily like let's run plays to get him assists, but just some smart reads and some stuff like that that make you go, oh, Zoo's worked on that this offseason. Yeah, for sure. I mean, really, all he has to be able to do is get the ball to an open shooter. Like, there's so many yeah. great shooters that it's not like he even has to do a whole lot of work. Yeah, there's lineups last year where he had maybe two shooters mm-hmm. out there with him. True true shooters. And now he's going to have maybe three, maybe four sometimes. Yeah. So hopefully that will get a little easier. Um defensively I'm fine with his regular season defense it just seems to be the playoffs yeah his rating in the regular season was a buck oh six and then his rating in the playoffs was 113 which I feel like is kind of a nice rating based on what that rating I think is kind of masking how uncomfortable some of the defensive rotations looked sometimes yeah and we were playing the Warriors so we can take that with a grain of salt but I think for me the top thing is just defensive liability ness don't have any situations where he's a complete liability for sure not like a you know i'm not expecting him to be a complete dominator down low defensively Mm -hmm. but something to kind of show us glimpses of that next year would be great it's also glimpses i should say it's also he has to be elite on that end because Kyrie and Paul George are are both great defensively, but they provide the most value when they're defending either on the wing or able to lock down a, a shifty guard. Yeah, for sure. Um, it seems like he's going to put in the work, though. His quote about the new contract was, I can't be the guy who's not going to step up. I've got to step up, and I'm going to do everything to be able to. So the rhetoric's there. The rhetoric's there, yeah, for sure. And I think the offseason work is there. Um but the biggest thing that people are psyched about, I think, because it's a lot easier to film and put on Instagram, is his three-point shot. Yeah. People seem really excited about it. The interview was fantastic because I think it gave a nice level-headed answer to what is going to happen with this three-point shot. Um, he said, I've worked hard on my three-point shot, so if Doc needs me to shoot it, which I believe at some point they're going to want me to spread the floor and spread the paint, I'm going to be able to do it. I was always under the impression that if I shoot a three and miss it, I might lose some minutes or go to the bench, so I never tried it, but I always had a shot. The Clippers player development coaches are saying, you got it, you just need to get the shots up, you have to work on it every day, but the technique is there. So it seems like they're like, when it's falling, we're going to maybe tell you to shoot it. I think it's like when and if it's there. Yeah, like um, a complete spotty. Yeah. Like they might not even know before the game starts. Well, I don't think it's that. I just think that there won't be a whole lot of sets that are specifically designed for him to be taking a three. Look, you get the pass, and you look for the seven-foot-tall guy in the corner, and that's who you throw it to. Yeah, I can't imagine that either. Um, if he's feeling it, it'll be there. It it was just kind of nice to see kind of like a... We understand what... I just think due to the size limitations of this roster, like, sure, the three would be nice, <laughs> but that's like more of a parlor trick than like just having him be able to de- like defend the paint. And yeah, and be be strong. In we pain. don't. Yeah, for sure. Um, another part of that quote was, excuse me, let me find it. Um, Doc said, "When it happens, I just have to have the confidence and shoot it and let it fly." I know my strengths. I know I got to be in the paint. I know I got to do rim protection. Um, at the same moment, I've worked hard on my three-point shot. So if Doc needs me to shoot it, I'll do it. He doesn't sound. It makes me happy because he doesn't sound like he's itching to shoot the three, which I'm happy to hear. Yeah. He's not being, he's not like those weird. Remember, there was a video of Hassan Whiteside a couple years ago. He like makes a three pointer in an empty gym and he was like, man, don't you hate it when people hold you back or something like that? Yeah. Where you're like, like, dude, no one wants this. Yeah. And that, I mean, I think that that's, 
that's solid too because it it's great and like it's a cool like I said it's like a neat parlor trick but he has uh, some other stuff that he would provide a lot more value to the team in <laughs> yeah. terms of his development. Um, so yeah, between him and Trez, how many attempted and made three pointers do you think we have? Uh, attempted between the two throughout a. Are we talking playoffs or just 82-game season? Just the 82-game season. Oh, playoffs, uh, it's going up by 40%. I hope the number is <laughs> under 40. I was going to say that, and too. And I think it's like maybe 35, <laughs> 36 range. And I think of that, they're making... 20% is my guess. Oh, really? I was yeah. going to give them the benefit of the doubt. I Damn! Was, I was going to say they make 11. That's not bad. It's not bad. Yeah, because Tre- I don't think Trez they went. Make a, they go 11 for 36 <laughs> on the season. <laughs> yeah, Trez took 17 last year. I hope it doesn't get too much higher than that this year. Yeah. And Zoo took zero. So I th- if it, <laughs> dude, if he shoots. 20- I think I'm still overrating <laughs> it, too. I think I'm still overrating how many attempts and how many they'll make. It's funny because I'm trying to run through times in my head last year because there were more than 17 times last year where it seemed like Trez could shoot. I'm not saying he should have, but like bringing the ball up or something like that. It was mm-hmm. like, OK, Trez can be pop it off here. There's just so few instances when Zoo has the ball behind the three point line, know, which is why like, it's so funny. Yeah, that's what I'm, I guess that's what I'm saying is like he's going to hit a quick step back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really make any sense. Uh, I'm excited to see if he has a step back. I hope I hope we get articles next year about how uh, a zoo zoo step back, that would be the most <laughs> insane thing to see on the court. He'd do one step back and we get an over and back violation. <laughs> I want to see articles from the ringer about how Avica Zubat studied James Harden to break the NBA's traveling rules. <laughs> <laughs> Because he's so long, you know? How can he even do that? Um, let us know what you guys think about Zubats' three-point situation. Let us know if you think you could shoot better from three than he can. You probably couldn't. Coming up after this, we got some freshies. All right, so it's that time. The freshies. <sighs> it's fresh. Thirsty Thursday and the freshies intro. It all works, baby. Basically the same. Free totalitarian. Uh, uh, all the same. Uh, so this so, is a smattering of freshies. Yeah. So up top, I guess I want to talk about uh, Cinderius, our oh dude. Oh, my God. Pod he, favorite. Uh, Thorn God. He found himself a team. Uh, Carolina legend. Yeah. He found himself a team. He is on the the Cavaliers, which is good. Good for playing time. I was going to say, I think it's pretty solid. Uh, he has. He can definitely break in. I was going to say, yeah. He, I mean, this is probably his best shot to get playing time. Young team. Um, Young meat. Yes. I, I. It depends, too, on where they end up kind of playing him. I, I would expect that they're going to use him in a similar type of role, and he'll be like a smallish three. Yeah, I was thinking small three, kind of big two. Yeah, because uh, their guard their guard situation is a log jam right now. I, yeah. I will say if he, they're trying to get him guard minutes, uh, that's not going to happen in Cleveland. Just in case you're not an avid follower of the <laughs> Cleveland Cavaliers, at the guard spot they've got, uh, they drafted Darius Garland this year, uh, Colin Sexton, who had a who had a really solid three-point shooting last year. His defense fell off a cliff. Yes. But, uh, <laughs> they also have Matthew Dellavedova, legend in Cleveland. Deli, Matthew baby. Dellavedova. Uh, and Jordan Clarkson. So, so that seems where he's not. That seems difficult. Yes, not going to break into that. I don't think. Yeah, because apparently they still have faith in Jordan Clarkson for some reason. But at the small forward position, a little bit less competition. They got Chetty Osman, who I mean has some really solid games. I, I you know, Cleveland legend. 
Hopefully. We can only hope. He might be a Cleveland meme legend right now, but yeah. Um, And then... Who's behind Chetty? Dylan Windler. Of course. <laughs> the Windler, dude. Uh, So, you know, I could see some opportunities for him. Hope he does well. I think, I think even just his... If his offensive game kind of we don't see it take a step from where it was. Yeah. If uh, his shooting can get back to a little bit what it was from seventeen eighteen. Yeah. Yeah. That I mean that would be really solid. I think though that even if that doesn't happen and he can just play really good defense for prolonged stretches, you know, uh, I think that that would really help out this young core of guards as well as like growth development wise. You know, he's a young dude, so it's like age wise, the team yeah. is kind of all on the same wavelength there. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It seems really good for him. Like, way to go, Sandarius. I'm super psyched. He's at a team where, you know, the Clippers couldn't really... We can't make any mistakes next year. Mm-hmm. And not that Sandarius makes a bunch of mistakes, but he's a younger guy and with the current team. He just hasn't got enough reps. Exactly. Going to the Cavs, there's room for mistakes. Oh, there's plenty it's of room for mistakes. not getting too much worse out there. So I think it'll be really cool if him and Sexton can form some kind of understanding or something on the defensive side of the ball because mm-hmm. if Sexton could bring his defense back with Sandarius, that's that's a tough two and three to go against. Yeah, I don't know a whole bunch solid. about Darius Garland's defense. I don't know his defensive game that well, but uh, yeah, I'm feeling good about it. I think he'll probably average more minutes than he did for the Clippers. No, he definitely will. <laughs> There's no way that he could average less. less. Can you average less than one minute? I think. Um, no, shout out Sandarius. Uh, pod favorite. Yeah. Oh yeah. God. Great dude. Guy. Great dude. Um, all right. Where are we, are we going to? Are we talking about another former Clipper? Yes. Shay. Shay. Wow. Seen playing at a Drake pickup game. Some sort of exhibition. I have no. I. I gotta be honest. <laughs> I have no context for this. I just saw it on Instagram. But he's wearing an OVO jersey. Drake appears to be cheering him on. And the caption says, "You can tell I made the shot by Champagne Poppy's face." Champagne Poppy is Drake's horrific Instagram handle. For those of you who don't know. Yeah. Is that? So is this the real Team Canada game? Oh, <laughs> is there a Team Drake? If there's a Team Canada, there should be. But it looked like he was enjoying himself. Yeah. I think he's enjoying being being back around home. Yeah, we were talking about, I was talking with some buddies about how large of a difference there was between the Clippers announcement when they signed Shea mm-hmm. and the Oklahoma City Thunder video announcement, which was them filming an interview in the car from the airport to the stadium. Yeah. They need to invest in some better media over there for the thunder oh they're doing their best man you could like see his mic and he was like what's up guy like come on it was give me some double ex- give me some double exposure it was spur of the moment <laughs> um i hope i hope shay's having fun is shay going to be the it's cinema vera shay if you will <laughs> okay all right for all the cinephiles <laughs> out there we're hitting midweek form already here's a hot take shay will be the most stylish canadian athlete of all time He's yes. A, he's already built the foundation. Yes. He I think it's their most stylish OKC Thunder player of all time. Got a lot more competition. Agreed. On both fronts. <laughs> Cannot wait for his drip watch this year. Um talk about your boy Terrence. Oh yeah, so Terrence Mann is back in Vegas according to his IG. He also posted a picture of himself in a Spreewell jersey, which Led me to the. I, I totally for like I don't know why it's off my radar, but he's from Brooklyn. Yeah. Um. Great kid. Great you know? kid. Uh. What's he doing in Vegas? Was he just 
it just said back in Vegas on, on IG. Just post it, dude. <laughs> I hope Terrence is having a great time. I uh, hope he's hitting some free buffet. <laughs> Do you think he's getting some run-in? Yeah, probably. I would I guess. Hope. I kind of just want some sort of whatever. I think you have to get invited to the Rico Hines runs. I think that's kind of like a low-key thing, so I'm not sure if he's on that list yet. Yeah. But I wish he could get some runs in there. Yeah, Drew Hanlon also sometimes works out dudes in Vegas. Oh, that's a good call. Um, Shout out Drew Han. So that that could be happening. IDK, you know. <laughs> Vegas as a rich person seems so weird to me. Yeah, it does. But just circling back to the Spreewell jersey. Yeah. Man, great jersey to rep. Great uh, jersey to rep. Are you worried he might choke Doc? I am not. <laughs> I am not worried about that either. I think if uh, anyone... mental health is much more paid attention to in today's game. So very true. As opposed to when when it was just like, man, this player is crazy. They would it just... was like their whole thing. <laughs> this guy, he, man, this guy punched him on the way to the game. That's just classic Will Updike pregame punch and stuff. Um, another freshie, Montrez Harrell, looking svelte. Oh yeah, he was rocking a sleeveless and one hoodie. I believe a pink sleeveless and one hoodie. Oh, the one on Instagram is just black and white. My apologies. My but apologies. pink is better. Pink is better. He looks good. He, he, he's dominating at the Drew League. I mean, we only see the highlights, I guess, so it's hard to say, but... What do you do with the Drew League? So for those of you who don't know, there's a guy named Frank Nitty in the Drew League who uh -huh. I think has been their leading scorer the last four or five years. Wow. Way the, to go. Shout out Nitty. The dude is... Free Nitty. He's a bucket, dude. Yeah. Like he, it's unbelievable watching him play. I think him and Trez play on the same team when Trez plays. Oh, that's dope. So if you're a dude at the Drew, your baseline is you're like, damn, I got to play against Frank Nitty today. And then Trez walks in behind him. <laughs> so you're like, cool. Who's guarding Trez in the, in in the, the Drew? In the Drew dude, yeah. I have no idea. A guy who works construction? <laughs> like That sounds like a nightmare. I can't even... I'm so happy he plays in the Drew. Yeah. It's the perfect league for him. I was going back and forth with someone. Better on. than FIBA, you'd say. <laughs> I wouldn't personally say that. <laughs> the coaching might be better than FIBA. I haven't I haven't done a coaching break. Said it once, I'll say it a million times. <laughs> Drew League, the Drew League talent pool is deeper than FIBA. Then this year's FIBA, I might actually... I'll, I'll agree with that 100%. Um, we were, I was talking about with someone online about I wish there was a league that gave more points for defensive prowess. Like, you've talked about stops being a stat. Yeah. If we could make something like that, it'd be cool to have, because I do feel like the Drew League is a little more offensively uh, oriented, because mm -hmm. it's more fun to watch, and that's how they do a lot of marketing, which is totally great. But it'd be cool to be in some weird league where, like, a stop was, like, a half point or something like that. Because in practices, teams do weird stuff for, like, a block is two points or something like that. I think that. a stop could be a point. Uh, they should transition over to karate-style scoring. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that'd be sick. You'd have to have a lot more. You could have, like, judges watching the game. <laughs> yeah. I'm on board with this idea. You Ten get a, judges. If, if you blow by somebody for on a crossover, even if you don't get the bucket, that's a point. Okay, because that's an opportunity created. Yeah. So you got opportunity created as a point. Yeah. Stop as a point. Yep. Yeah, you get 10 judges, each watching one player who's on the court. Yeah. I like this idea. And a block is a point so long as it, it doesn't go out of bounds. You retain possession. Yeah. I like that. Should we drop our fancy way of saying missed shots? Oh, yeah. Because I don't think we've come up with the official Yeah, we're yet. working on like a, a grass is green. No, there's... Glass half full kind of a, yeah. a stat. It's for offensive rebounds created. Which is essentially just is, missing a shot. It's essentially missed shots. But if you want... What if you did... Okay, so <laughs> let, me, let me float this out there. Float right it. 
Um, would it be a league violation for you to kind of cherry pick the way that you miss shots? You could get the ball to a teammate. I don't think so. Like if you're so correct me if I'm wrong on this really good golfers. Uh-huh. You have one miss. You know where you're missing every time. If you're a really good golfer, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? So like you're missing short, right? Every time that's what happens. If you could get the same thing with a basketball shot, you could absolutely do that. I think. Yeah. Like it'd be impossible, but I think maybe conceivably it is like there say there's free throws for sure say there's like you're out behind the arc right there's a there's a man in the lane so you can't just you can't you're worried you're not going to be able to just throw a pass yeah uh and then you have zoo cutting baseline yeah so you throw up a three that you know is gonna miss but it will bounce to zubats and he can throw it down like a purposely off the backboard type pass yeah is this illegal i don't think it's illegal at all okay Possibly, I want to see it more. Possibly foolish, <laughs> but not illegal. Because I like the idea. Yeah. Or if you trained to know how, like, the trajectory it would come off the backboard. I don't know, man. I this is so stupid, but I think that it'd be. <laughs> it's like one of those things. Like, could you game the system? I don't know. It seems like something that a bad team would try. Like, oh, be, you can't try this if you're a good team. <laughs> like, if you're the Clippers, you cannot. You, can't, you don't try get this. to try stuff out, really. Like, that's that off the wall. You if don't you're get a to good try team. groundbreaking offensive strategies. But I think on free throws, I'm pe- money balling over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think on free throws, people do try and do it because there's that clip of Stephen. Adams. Oh, for sure. Yeah, he has to miss that one. He hits it perfectly off the front of the rim. It comes right back to him. Yeah, but I think that is also, isn't that also a violation? No. Oh, great. not if it hits. Smart. Not if it. I think it just has to touch rim or backboard. Yeah. Or maybe it's just, I don't know. But I think, no, because you can, yeah, you can do that. You might, I think the intent is the issue. Yeah. Because you can't just like do the classic, like hurl it one-handed off the backboard. Actually, you should you be could. able to. If it's not a free throw, you could. Because it's not like yeah. a foul to hurl the ball at the backboard as hard as you can. Unless it's, you curse right before and you And I guess the I guess the issue would be, if they're counting these as attempts, your <laughs> your percentage, your oh, shooting percentage is <laughs> plummeting. Percentages <laughs> don't mean nothing. But if you're already a crappy shooter, I mean, who cares? Maybe we'll see some of this with Sind in <laughs> Cleveland if his shot's not falling. <laughs> <laughs> All right, one last uh, actual basketball note for the uh, Freshies situation. Fee will not be playing on Team Canada's roster for FIBA. Makes sense. Makes total sense. FIBA's a waste of time. FIBA, according to William, the opinion of like, total waste of time. Shea also not playing for Team Canada. Are They They got to change the schedule for the next World Cup. This is insane. Yeah, I, I mean, I think they've already realized that it's a flaw. Um, yeah, I don't know. What are you going to do? Hard who's, to organize. Who's got, I think, does Team Italy have the best roster? Possibly. Gallo's on it. No, the USA roster is still stacked. Yeah, that's true. They got all the Celtics. I was going to say, it's the entire Boston (laughs) Celtics. uh, And then you add in like Chris Middleton and PJ Tucker. Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry. Looking like he had a fun offseason. He's looking thick. He's looking like a big boy. Uh, Coming up after this, we're talking some NBA schedule stuff. And yeah. So welcome to Schedule Talk. Hey. Pre-Schedule Talk. (laughs) There was like a flurry of weird leaks. This is like the meeting to decide the structure of the next meeting. <laughs> it 100% is. <laughs> so supposedly the schedule is being released this Friday, yep. unless there's some tweaks, which I believe was said in the main tweet from the journalist. I'm pro tweaks. <laughs> release that schedule the day before the dang leak starts. <laughs> so here's what we know. Here's the Clippers. Here's what we know. We, know. <laughs> we got Clippers Lakers on Christmas. Yep. Guaranteed. Probably going to be a Lakers home game. 
Kawhi returns to Toronto, Toronto on December 11th. Big right. month for him. Yeah. PG back to OKC on March 3rd. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's late. First road game will be against the Warriors on October 24th at their new arena. We will not have Paul George. Mike Jaglin had a fantastic tweet. He said, I hope we chase them out of their new arena. Hey. You old son of a bitch. <laughs> um, so we're obviously going to have more televised games this year since we had, what, three last year, and now we're four without the schedule being fully released. Yeah. How many do you think we get? Like 12? 12 national games? Yeah. I would guess in that neighborhood, Somewhere yeah. Somewhere around there, right? With yeah. some flexes and whatnot thrown in? Yeah, for sure. I'm excited for that. Um, I'm really excited to see the schedule. Last year's schedule was, we were bookended. We were between a rock and a hard place last year. Yeah, yeah. That so was this, hard. Yeah, really rough start to the season, which we overperformed. Yeah, and a really yeah. rough end of the season, which we underperformed. Which do you would which would you rather have for this current roster? Would you rather have a slow start, or I mean, the first game is already hard against the Warriors, but as a whole, would you want a harder first fifteen twenty games or something to ease in? I would like harder right off the bat. I guess I think I would do too, just so we kind of get the intensity level. Is like this is where we need to be at all year. Yeah, I would like it. I mean. It would be ideal and just collusion by the league, but <laughs> if our strength of schedule after the All Star break just fell off a cliff, plummeted. The, <laughs> they have the uh, you play wow, the Cavs twice, Knicks twice. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow they have the uh, the thirty eighth easiest schedule, despite there not being thirty eight teams Sun, in the league. They, we get we play the Suns all three times after the All Star break. We play the Kings all three times after the All Star. Ooh, break. shots fired at the Kings. Bro. <laughs> no, the King the Kings are dope. The, king, the Kings <laughs> are dope. They're gonna be good, but I'm just. Trying to For name, West. I'm trying to name Western Conference teams that I would rather play than. Yeah, I think I kind of want. Yeah, I think I agree. I want like difficult first fifteen, maybe kind of a chiller in between, and then ramp up, and then like I want the last four games to be like cupcakes. Yeah, just the last four games. Yeah, I'm excited, really excited. Do you think? Do you think that we'll be secure enough in seeding that we'll we'll get to be resting guys? Like let's say the like the last four or five games. Damn. I think if we're top like half games sit out. I think if we're out. top four and depending who is the fifth seed, mm-hmm. yes. But I think the West is gonna be You think we'll do a we'll do what the Nuggets did last year and try to Pick, throw a game, try to pick your seating. I don't think so. I think it like say like if for some something crazy happens, like the Nuggets are the fifth seed uh-huh. and we're the fourth. I think we try and get out of the third seed. I think we try and get up to the third seed. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I I think I think the it's just going to be too tight this year to be able to really do that. Yeah, I think like you know a game or two will be the difference. Well, because look at the Rockets' bad start last year. If a good team has a bad start, they're going to get written off early because that's the media world that we live in. Yeah. And then later in the season, it's going to be like, oh, wait, remember everyone was looking at the Nuggets and the Jazz, and they still have the same roster. Yeah. And now they're hitting their stride. Yeah. Damn. Like, I kind of hope we don't rest people. Ever? Even if we're, well, obviously, but (laughs) yeah, I want, no, I hope we don't, if we're the second or first seed, rest it up. But I think if we're third, fourth, or fifth, we should just. We got, you got to finish strong. Got to finish strong or. Just start going playoff rotation the last three games. If we're for sure the top four seed, screw it, dude. Let's just see what this rotation looks like. Interesting. Really quick for a very small sample size right before the end. Not like yeah. six games, not even yeah. maybe five games, but like the last two or three games, run that playoff rotation. Yeah. Maybe you're just bit. running it out in like the second and the fourth for yeah. a little bit. Yeah. I like when, that idea. 
ideally we end the season playing <laughs> we go sun second to last game mm-hmm. and then we go whoever the worst team is the last game and then we Cavs. just yeah, and then we just run out our playoff lineup all right i'm with it i had this idea so last year was one of if not the most important season for the clippers because it set up everything that we're at right now pretty big season last year things could have gone poorly yeah, I would actually say maybe the season before is, but that's fair. Yeah, um, not in terms of winning, but in terms of just like moves and everything. Yeah. So is next year just as important, or is the one after if we don't get a chip this year? Okay, so you're asking is the 1920 season or 2021 season more important? Yeah, and maybe the most important history in the se- history of the Clippers season. Sorry. Oh, I mean, yeah, I guess if we if. If we don't make it to the finals next this year, then yeah, I think that twenty twenty one will kind of be a decide could be could be a deciding factor. You know, we don't know. To the best of our knowledge, both sure. these guys love living here. It's a huge factor. You're damn right. Um, and you know, two years is really only a a taste of that. It's, <laughs> it's a trickle. Um, they went to Toronto, Oklahoma, and Indiana. They're yeah. missing out. So I I, I don't know. But I, that would be my inclination is to say that yeah that would be um, like a monumental season in in Clippers history. It's pretty incredible that we went so seventeen eighteen eighteen nineteen nineteen twenty 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 one the four biggest years in the history of the franchise pretty much have all just decided to line up. I guess I, I mean I'd be inclined to agree. You know, like yeah. it's it's daunting. I was just thinking about a day on the way to work. I was like, this is. If we win this year, it's fantastic. I don't think there's as much of a pressure on this being the most important year in Clippers history. But if we don't, next year has crazy implications on it. Yeah. 2021, way far ahead. Don't mean to freak everyone else right now, but we've had some big years back to back. Yeah. And I think this is where the continuity and stuff comes in huge with our whole team and whatnot. Yes, the continuity that we have. <laughs> yeah. Um, anything else? No, I think that about does it for... We might have... There's not a whole lot of news. Not a whole lot of news this weekend. We might have something special coming down the pipe, content-wise, for you guys. Yeah. Coming up pretty soon. We're just going to leave... Keep your ears and eyes peeled for that. We're just going to leave tiny little breadcrumbs as we slowly get this idea. As we slowly get our shit together. (laughs) Totally figured out. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Check us out on the Himalaya app, where you can... Summit, the mountain of pod. You can find us, I don't know, kicking it at Senor Fish during the road games. We're going to get some of those things hooked up. Yeah. You're the man at Senor Fish, dude. Oh, dude, I love that You're Senor Senor Fish, I would say. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Find us on iTunes. Please rate, subscribe, review. Hit us up on Twitter, at Will Updike. At Charles Clips, At Charles Mockler. I have been positive Chuck Mockler. (laughs) And I'm William the Opinion Updike. Thanks so much for listening.